Blog Talk Radio. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Steeler Nation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria. This is episode 26, and we are back, and we're back at a good time, especially for the NFL NFL postseason to see our Pittsburgh Steelers either either be the one or two seed. In the NFL playoffs, based on what happens in week 17, the Steelers can get the number one seed still, but they need a New England loss against the Jets, and they need to win against the Cleveland Browns. And they have to beat the 0-15 Browns, who are looking to go, you know, playing, I guess they're playing for maybe a lot for them. They're playing for the one win, but we're playing Landry Jones and Stephen Ridley and obviously Antonio Brown out and will return for the division rounds of the playoffs. So no Le'Veon Bell, no Ben Roethlisberger, most likely no Cam Hayward. They all didn't practice really this week. And I was also early in the week, Marcus Gilbert mentioned in the interview that they'll be seeing Landry and they'll have Bell. So we're not going to see Le'Veon Bell tomorrow. We're not going to see Ben Roethlisberger tomorrow. But I think these guys can still do it. Landry did it last year. It was close last year. They cut it really close last year, winning in overtime 27-24. to 24. It actually took the Browns taking it all the way down on the Steelers, kicking a field goal, take the lead in overtime. But obviously, in overtime now, if you kick a field goal on the first possession, the other team still has a chance. Steelers went down the field and scored a touchdown, with a touchdown automatically wins the game in overtime. So we'll see how that goes on New Year's Eve tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Pittsburgh hosting the 0-15 Cleveland Browns. Pittsburgh looking to go to 13-3, which would be their best record since 2004. And 2004, they finished 15-1. That was Ben Roethlisberger's rookie year. He didn't lose a game. He, I think he started, yeah, he, he didn't lose a game until the postseason in the AFC Championship, at least to start, because he came in early in. Steelers, you know, all the drama that's happened all season, you know, people calling for coaches' heads almost, calling for Haley, calling for Tomlin, calling for Keith Butler, calling for everybody. It's about to be maybe a possible 13-3 and season best record since 2004, like I said, and Ben Roethlisberger's rookie year when the Steelers finished 15-1. and And if the Steelers have a really good chance to do this, especially against an 0-15 Browns team, even with guys down. Like I said, not obviously injured, but A.B. is injured, but will return for guys like Landry Jones and Stephen Ridley stepping into those big roles. I'm obviously still see Martavis Bryant and Juju Smith-Schuster, but a lot to talk about here on the Steeler Nation podcast. We will be joined by, in just a minute or two by Tyler Fitton. He is actually one of our lead contributors for SteelerNation.com. I'll refer to him as Donnie the whole show. we got the same name, so Donnie's nickname gets referred to it a lot. So we'll refer to him to that a lot during the show. We're going to have a lot during on the shows in the playoffs. He's a, I, I love his writing. He actually just had a new article today. Looks good. It's, um, should the Steelers start Josh Dobbs over Landry Jones? So you can check that out on our website at SteelerNation.com. We post it on our Twitter at SteelerNation and Facebook. Obviously, you know, SteelerNation.com and the search bar on Instagram at SteelerNation.com. So we are going to take a quick break, and when we'll back, we'll, be, we'll bring on Tyler Finn. You know I'll be referring to him as Donnie, like I said. And we'll be right back in just a quick minute. Hey, 
We are back on the Steel Nation podcast. Like I said, we got a lot to talk about today. We got a, you know, James Harrison situation obviously has been going on all week. There's two sides of the story. We'll talk about Pittsburgh, their chances in the playoffs, see what they can finish after tomorrow's game. Obviously, like I said, no Ben Roethlisberger, no Le'Veon Bell, probably no Cam Hayward as well. But we'll see. I mean, they're going to rest a lot of guys. But hopefully they get the win. It's not likely really the Jets will win. Maybe if they had Josh McCown, they have, they have a better chance. They always play well against the Eagles. Anyway, joining me, like I said, I got Donnie joining me, one of our league contributors for SteelerNation.com. How you doing today, man? Hey, I'm doing great. How you doing, Tyler? I'm doing awesome, man. So thank you again for joining the show, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, thank you for having me on. I uh, love the opportunity. For sure. So, you know, I wanted to jump right into it. I haven't talked about it yet, but I wanted to get right into it. James Harrison, obviously, the biggest probably story of the whole week with the yeah. Patriots and the Steelers. There's, not anything about, there's two sides to every story because you get right off the bat, you know, people going one way, James Harrison kind of, you know, hating him for what he did with the Steelers also you know, let him go to. So there's, I don't know, there's two sides. And then you get Steeler players like uh, Marquise Pouncey, uh, Bud Dupree, you know, kind of going back and forth and pretty much saying, like, he, uh, you know, didn't show up to meetings or he was sleeping during meetings, snoring, reporter talks, all that kind of stuff. So you're going to be, like, obviously probably a little bit mad because they joined the enemy New England, which, I mean, we've seen all these tweets with James Harrison there's from the past now showing, like, why are they about cheaters and stuff like that. But then we get the statement from James Harrison, which shows a lot of information that seems to be factual. So there's two sides to every story. Like I said, I wanted to get your whole thoughts on that situation. Yeah, you know, I grew up watching James Harrison. You know, <clears throat> when I first started, when I was first introduced to the Steelers, um, you know, it was obviously the big guys were Big Ben, uh, you know, Heinz Ward, Troy Polamalu, and James right. Harrison was right up there. So, you know, seeing him leave was, it was kind of having a piece of your your heart ripped out, you know? I mean, James Harrison has been such a big mm-hmm. part of Pittsburgh for so long. And, you know, it first happened when he left for Cincinnati, which was a heartbreaker. And then seeing him leave for New England was tough. And I was I was upset at first. And then my dad was kind of like, you know, he talked to me and he said, you know, he's got to go where the money is. And I said, you know, you're right. Like, he's got to right. go where the money is. And then hearing all this stuff coming out about how he was forcing his way out of Pittsburgh and, being really mature about the whole situation, I think, was, I think, the toughest part about this. And, you know, I, I've bounced back and forth on both sides. And I think right now I'm kind of sitting to the fact that, like, I just, I can't, it's just so upsetting to see how he left. You know, I don't think he ruined his, no, I agree. Uh, his legacy, but it's tough to see, man. Like, he was such a big part of Pittsburgh and their history. And seeing how, like, kind of immature he was about the whole situation was really tough to see. It was surprising too. Obviously, like you said, legacy. You know, one of the, you know all-time sack leader in Steeler history. Um, I mean, like he's what he's thirty. Is he thirty? Thirty-nine years old, right? Thirty-nine years yeah, old. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's weird to yeah. see it. Yeah, it's weird to see a maturity out of that. Obviously, he's he probably still got a little bit left in the tank. He showed it last year, especially in the playoffs. But like you said, all the immaturity is really strange to me, especially like him not being like a young guy. He's an older vet. Yeah, absolutely. That was, you know. I've loved the way that T.J. Watt has played this year. Absolutely. He's probably oh, yeah. probably my favorite rookie that's come out of this class, at least at least the most immediately impactful. Like, Juju's done an amazing job this year, but T.J. Watt, I think, was the most immediately impactful rookie that we've seen. And, uh, you know, I but I would have loved to see James Harrison get some more snaps, for sure. Like, I understand where he was upset. Obviously, he is still very healthy for his age. 
ever everyone who's followed him on Instagram has seen his workout videos. Like he is keeping himself in shape. So I think he's going to go play pretty well in New England as much as it sucks to say he, they're going to use him over there with as, as tough as their, uh, their pass rush has been like they're struggling in that in depth. So, you know, it, it's tough to see for sure. I think. But I agree, and yeah, like you said, New England's defense. Ha- I mean, they're not that. They're not too good. So, they're. I, I think he's going to be, yeah, used, you sure. know, appropriately there. But um, like you said too, he, the immaturity. Like, have you did you probably saw his uh, press conference? Didn't want to answer any questions. Obviously, it was kind of being, you know, yeah, about yeah, the Jets and stuff yeah. like that. Do you see that? Yeah, a little Belichick yeah. ask right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And did you see? Uh, yeah, we were talking about. Are you talking about Belichick's interview or James Harrison's? No, uh, James Harrison, but I was saying it's a little bit of Belichick-esque. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I saw Belichick. Did you see Belichick's as well when they referred to him? He, I cannot stand him sometimes. I don't know, this whole situation. It's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, it's, this, this situation's been honestly pretty bizarre. I mean, not with Belichick, but just this whole thing has been kind of odd. And how quickly he left for New England and – you know, how little he signed for. I think that was probably the most devastating part was that how fast and how little he signed for. It almost is like he knew where he wanted to play before he left Pittsburgh. So, I don't know. Yeah, and if you're if you're a Steeler fan or follow Steeler Twitters at all, right when he was released, you could just, like, everybody, every I think almost everybody thought, all right, New England's going to go after him. So, like, it's just, Absolutely. that's just what New yeah. England's known for. It's what they do. For sure, man. I, I, I'm in a few Steelers group chats, and, like, we were all like, oh, guarantee you uh, New England's going to try and sign him out of spite. And, like, of course, <laughs> I got the notification on my phone from Adam Schefter saying he was supposed to visit, of, of all teams, the Ravens and the Patriots. Oh, and, like, I know. Ravens would have killed me, too. Patriots. Yeah, either one of those teams would have killed me. Like, I wish he would have gone to, like, you know, Oakland or something like that. But Go to, like, Tennessee no, had, or something, like – yeah, Tennessee, a team that a team that like doesn't have this bad blood with us, but of course he had to choose of all teams the New England Patriots. Yeah, all I could like think about, literally the only thing I could think about, let's fast forward to maybe. I mean, I hope we're in it, and I I think it's still going to happen. But the Steelers Patriots rematch in the AFC Championship, a little bit different this Absolutely, time. Yeah. All I could like think about was like, oh, what if like a strip sack on Ben Roethlisberger? I would be so hurt. <laughs> I know. Oh, it would be so upsetting. Oh, my gosh. Because my dad's whole side of the family are New England fans. And my dad is pretty much the oh, only really? Steelers fan like, in his whole family. Yeah. Wow. Whole family's from Northeast. So, like, my dad's the only Steelers fan. So, we have to deal with their constant just berating of insults and trash talk. And they do not let up, man. No Patriots fan lets up. They always <laughs> lay it on no matter what. Even after that, the time that we – regardless of what you think of the Jesse James catch – which I think he caught it, but we don't have to get into that right now. <laughs> but, like, it's even when I felt we basically beat them just not on the scoreboard, in my opinion, like, they still are just talking so much trash, you know? No matter how much they beat <laughs> yeah. them, they're going to trash. But... Yeah, that New England game, too, obviously, we all, I mean, all of us thought that was a catch. I think, I think everybody thought, I think I think the whole Patriots team thought it was a catch when it happened, too. They can't, you can't really yeah, even deny that. Yeah. But, it's it's uh-huh. been insane, like all this stuff, like ever since that happened, that's going on. That they're looking through. One thing that I saw, like like seeing where the catches and what isn't, was when the Patriots played against uh, it was Houston. You probably saw it, and they were losing, yeah, and they three. scored a uh-huh. game winning touchdown. 
Yeah, with Cooks, and then when he hit the ground, the ball kind of like popped and hit the ground, but you couldn't really see it. But like, and then of course nothing happened. But then I don't. Why does it always happen with them? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, dude. Right now, absolutely. It's Al Riverton, man. I've been telling my dad about this. I don't want to get into like conspiracy theories or anything. But I don't know if you heard about this a few weeks ago. When uh, this during the Saints Falcons game, there was a former Falcons player who was a ref, and I guess there was this like conspiracy, and I'm putting quotation marks up right now, that this former Falcons player like. I guess they hired him to ref the game. The NFL hired him to ref the game because game, they wanted, like, the next matchup to mean more. So that's what I'm thinking. This is mm-hmm. my conspiracy theory, that the NFL rigged this game so that the AFC championship means more, ratings go up, they make more money. But I'm just throwing that out there, just, uh, just putting that theory out on the list. Dude, at some point I agree with that because, honestly, I don't think, like, okay, let, let's talk about – let's go before that Steelers game. Judy Smith-Schuster should not have been suspended, but whatever, he was. Like, it just happened. He should yeah, not have been suspended. Yeah. That was, like, ridiculous. Absolutely. The taunting a little over the uh-huh. top, but they should have, like, that's all he got suspended <laughs> for. If he never did that, it never would have happened. But whatever. Yeah. I love Judy. He's a, he's a beast. Anyway, oh, my gosh. I love you, like that, you said, Anyway, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> NFL, all about ratings, all about money. I, I, sometimes I really believe in that conspiracy because Rob Gronkowski literally could have hurt somebody very badly. Javius White of the Bills, very badly. And but they were like, oh well, he can't miss the Steelers game. Like D'Angelo Williams said it on one. Uh, he was on like Good Morning Football, and he's like, of course he couldn't miss the Steelers game. I bet if the Steelers game was two weeks away from that, they would have suspended him for two games just to make sure it was just he was ready for the Steelers game. That's just how the NFL works, and I agree on that standpoint of it. Yeah, absolutely. And like if you saw the ratings chart, like the Steelers Patriots game, that regular season game was. Far and away, the highest ratings they had gotten on any game this entire season. So, like, why wouldn't they want another matchup of that to mean even more, meaning even more ratings, you know? No, I agree. Just in the playoffs, I, I, I'm the only team, like, I, like I'm, I think we're going to make the only team that just, like, kind of worries me, like, a little bit is Jacksonville. I mean, we've gotten way better since then. That was way early. And we weren't playing yeah. as well. Our offense wasn't as good. I think we're we're much better now. Antonio Brown will be back then. But like Jackson, I don't. Their defense is just really good. And I was, I don't want to see a repeat of Big Ben. But I don't know. I think in the playoffs we're a whole different team too. So I think things will be different. But yeah. if we do play Jacksonville, I think that's a really tough matchup for us. But I think yeah. we still pull out the W. I don't know what you thought. What's your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Like Jacksonville, you know, at that point in the season. We still hadn't hadn't pulled ourselves together yet. It was pretty obvious by the way we played. You know, Ben throwing five picks is like I don't think we'd see that now. And you know, if you look at the statistics, Ben has improved so much since that point in the season. Oh like, my! That was oh his my. his bottom, and like he has just skyrocketed as a player. And you know, you can talk about uh, AB, you can talk about Bell, you can talk about all these other guys on the team, but like success starts with Ben. You know. We're not going to win games mm-hmm. without Ben, at least for now, you know, and, until they get another quarterback in there. But I think now with Ben playing the way he is and the offense just looking as prime as they are, a healthy Antonio Brown, a healthy defense, dude, I, there's no team in the NFL that I don't think we can beat right now. Oh, my God. I, especially, at the like like you said, the Patriots game, we, we might have lost, but if you're anybody, you're, say you're just a random person watching the game, you're not a fan of either team. The Steelers controlled most of that game. I think you can agree, and everybody can honestly agree. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, it, it, it was yeah. No, Steelers, it looked like they controlled the whole game. Dude, there were so many things that could have happened during it because 
you, <laughs> you cannot give one thing. You cannot give uh, Tom Brady extra chances because Sean Davis dropped the interception that would have won the game. Yeah. I for, remember yeah. that too. So you cannot give yeah. him extra chances because he will burn you. But I mean, I like the way like that they started playing man to man because that, and we didn't have Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden is very good. Like I did not like think like, I always thought like he was good on the Browns and like he was in the Pro Bowl like twice, but like he got hurt a lot. Obviously got hurt this year, but like he came back last week against uh, Houston and like he okay that touchdown to Hopkins it was an amazing catch. He was holding him, but it was okay. Yeah, like, yeah, not gonna, like, it, was a, it was a great catch. It's a great catch. I'm not gonna like go against Hopkins catch, but he came from a whole injury like a, a long injury and like a, like almost like broke his leg. Like and he comes back. And he pretty much, like, you can say most of the game, like, because he was on Hopkins most of the game, and he pretty much, like, had the better hand. He's very good. I did not really realize yeah. how good, like, he really was. And when you, it, it shows when he went down, all those big plays that happened. But he is very good, and I think that he's really going to help against New England if we get there into the AFC Championship. Yeah. There were a few, like, pretty big offseason pickups that we made. T.J. Watt being one of them, and Joe Hayden definitely being one. Before he got hurt, I think that, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure he was only allowing, like, 26 yards a game or something. Like, no one, either some people weren't throwing his way or he was locking them up. It was crazy. He, was, he wasn't letting anything up. And, you know, clearly he wanted to be in Pittsburgh uh, when we signed him because, like, I think there were teams offering him a lot more money than we did. Maybe not a lot more, but definitely more money. But he wanted to come play for a winner, especially in his same division. So, but yeah, TJ Watt has been huge. Joe Hayden's been huge. I'm trying to think if there's really been any other huge pickups that we made this off season. Those are the two. Oh, well, we really drafted Juju, Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> oh, Juju. Oh, yeah. I can't even think. Ah, man, I cannot believe I forgot about Juju. Oh my gosh, that dude has been. Oh, ah, he has been playing beside himself, dude. It has been crazy to watch him play. He, yeah, he is really he on, like. He's the man, dude. Like I, I tweeted, a co- or like a couple weeks, like oh no, it was after they lost to New England. Like the day after, I don't know. I was kind of like I was still annoyed. That I just like wanted to tweet or something to yeah. you, and you know, he like saw it or But like he's just like he's awesome. Like he he's amazing. He's been amazing on the field. But he's just like like his tweets and his like Snapchats and like he puts YouTube videos on. Like I watch some of them, and he's just like a such like a genuine like funny cool guy maybe i just maybe i kind of like relate to him because like i'm closer to his age i guess like we're closer to his age because he's only like 21 but like I, he's just like awesome guy like i i love that guy dude like i cannot like he is the, the man oh dude i love juju I, so uh my my first experience my, my i got to talk to juju one time and it was the coolest thing oh really? i was sitting in my room yeah yeah uh well it, it was over twitter dms or whatever but like uh okay. it was I got to interact with Juju, which was just the coolest oh, thing in the world. Oh, wait, I think I saw so it. I, uh, about, was it about Call Duty? Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, I won that giveaway. Like, <laughs> it was so cool. I, he said, like, go subscribe to my YouTube channel and, like, screenshot it. So I was one of his, like, first 100 subscribers of his YouTube channel. And I still keep up on every video. Yeah. And uh, so, like, I tweeted it at him. And I was sitting there doing homework. And, like, I see that he's, uh, he's like, tweeting out the winners. And I was like, I, I check every time. And I saw, like, oh, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. I think he was choosing seven winners. And so I would look to, like, the first three, and the first three weren't me. And so I finally was like, eh, you know, like, I'm not going to win. I'm not going to, like, interrupt my homework to, like, just sit here and, like, patiently wait for this. Mm-hmm. So I set my phone down, and, like, I, I keep doing my homework, finally finish it. I check my phone, and my Twitter notifications are just blowing up. Like, my phone <laughs> is just full. 
So I like scroll down to the bottom and I see like Juju Smith Schuster's followed you, Juju Smith Schuster's quoted your tweets, Juju Smith Schuster's DM'd you, and I was just freaking out. Like it was like almost a moment <laughs> of shock. Like I couldn't even believe it. And uh, and this was like right after the whole Juju's bike thing. And mm-hmm. so this was like the peak of his popularity. You know, I still love him now, but like yeah. this was like the peak of like mainstream. And it was just the coolest thing in the world, like getting to talk to Juju. Such a cool dude. Like him and I DM'd a little bit and oh my super God, cool yeah. guy. It was so cool. It was just such a really, such a great experience. Such a cool rookie. Yeah, and the, the thing about Juju, like he's so right now. I'm I'm home. I'm back in New York for you know holiday break. But for college, I'm in I'm in Pittsburgh right now for school. And I've actually got the chance. I I've actually met him twice. Well, I mean, sort of met him, but like, uh, he uh, so like when I first got in the pit, like my first first or second weekend there, there's this uh place called it's in Robinson, PA. It's like the mall at Rob. They have a mall there. And it has like Total Sports Enterprises. It's like a store in there. You, yeah. I don't know. You've oh, probably yeah. seen some of their stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they, I, they, I uh, have like a little actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, Jude, there was a signing there, and they had like a rookie signing. T.J. Watt was like the only rookie that wasn't there, and Josh Dobbs, I think. But like I went there, and uh, like so I, I actually like got some of their autographs and stuff. So I got Juju. So I like met him there. I took a picture with him. Like talked to him. But then the, the craziest time, like you were thinking, it was like insane, like. I was just yeah. at, I was I was actually by myself like I had class like or no I just finished class but like I was hungry and I don't know I just went I just wanted to go eat by myself so I went somewhere like you know, I was in downtown Pittsburgh and I walked somewhere like ten minutes away someone told me it was like good pizza there I go there dude Juju Smith walks he, Juju Smith Schuster walks yeah. in dude I took a I take a picture with them I'm like oh my god like that's Juju like I want to take it was the I don't know if, I don't remember if you remember it's a long long time ago but. And on the Steelers Snapchat, he was uh, taking his bike around Pittsburgh, and he happened. Yeah. I don't even know that, but then he, yeah, he happened to be in this restaurant, and I, I saw him like immediately, and I was like, I was like, oh, Juju, and he like no looked at me, way. and he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, what's up, man? And I was like, do you mind if I get like a picture with you? And this is like the second time I've seen him. Obviously, you didn't. You probably saw a million faces, but you didn't obviously remember me. But um, yeah, I took a picture with him, and it, it was it was really cool about it. And he was just asking like, what's up and stuff. And he like he was like talking to me for like a little bit, so that was cool. And then so like he just went in, he was with with somebody, he ate, and I mean I just finished before him. But it was it was like the coolest yeah. thing ever. But yeah, Dude, so, like, that Juju, is so like, cool, I, man. I know, man. He, Juju, he, he's got to be the man, dude. Like, I, he, he's, like, so good, too. It's not even, like, that he's just, like, cool. Like, he's just, like, really good, too. So, like, it's just, like, you know, he's uh-huh. got everything, I guess. Yeah, man. He is, uh, that, that is such a cool experience. I love, like, meeting players that are just really cool, you know, because, I don't know, there's something about, like, athletes that people seem to expect them to be really cool or really negative, you know? And mm-hmm. I think my coolest experience meeting an athlete ever was actually Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Oh, really? The cool. Yeah, he is such a cool dude. Like, uh, it was at a it was at a show uh, in Chicago, and like he was signing autographs and stuff. And you know, I, I met Allen Iverson there too, actually. And you know, oh, hey, man. I was a little more you know, a little more shut off. You know, didn't didn't really want to talk yeah, too much. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, whatever. But like mm-hmm. Barry was just so talkative. Like I walked up to him and. You know, they kind of had rules against, like, you taking pictures with the guys. But, like, he was yeah. like, oh, come on around, man. He had me, like, sit right next to him and, like, take a picture with him and everything. Like, he was such a cool dude. I, I miss uh, – that was probably one of my favorite moments, like, getting to meet a guy. That and Antonio Brown. Oh, you met A.B.? Yeah, I've, I've been at the training camp a few times. And, uh, gosh, I have, oh, I have yeah, way too many yeah. stories, yeah. 
And like he bit so. Wow. Uh, this was the second day we were there because my dad and I go up for two days every year. And like mm-hmm. I was standing at the fence, and this. Uh, so if you've ever been to training camp, there's like this big hill where the guys all come down. And so we stood on mm-hmm. the opposite side of that where some of the bigger players leave the field. And so this was the second day. The first day I got like 15 autographs. I got like Artie Burns from during his rookie year, Mike Mitchell, like some pretty cool stuff. Jordan Berry, actually, that was another really good one. Uh, and so the second day, I'm just like sitting there on this muddy hill because it had been pouring all day. And like I'm looking at AB after practice because you can tell because you couldn't really tell it was him unless you were looking at his shirt, which was a Pro Bowl like tank top that they must have given him or like a yeah. you know the Under Armour type tight shirts. So mm-hmm. I could tell that was AB just because Pro Bowl and we don't have another Pro Bowl receiver, at least at that point. Right, yeah. So, uh, so like I'm looking at him and you could just tell like he starts to walk over towards us. And I was like, oh my gosh, dude! Like hopefully he walks somewhere near me so like maybe I can reach out and get his autograph. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm, I'm looking at him. and like, I'm just waiting for him to look up at me. And I just see his eyes just, like, we briefly make eye contact. And I kind of, like, hold up the ball that I have and point at it. And he just gives me a little, like, thumbs yeah. up. And I'm, like, I'm freaking out now. He, like, takes his helmet off, takes his gloves off, walks up straight up to me, signs my football. It was the coolest thing, man. You get a picture of him? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's another funny story. My dad was trying to take a picture of him. And, because, uh, you know, my dad and I go and, He's taking a selfie, yeah. and uh, if he's listening to this, if he listens to this later, he's gonna be cringing because I always we always give him crap about this. So he's like taking a selfie, <laughs> and he he gets a selfie with AB. Like AB looks right at the camera, takes a picture of my dad, but I'm cut out of the picture. Like you can see like, my oh thumb my and like a little part of my face. Yeah. So uh, so he's so embarrassed about that every time because like you know I I really want to get this pic. Like AB, he knew was my favorite player and. He was trying. He was just trying yeah. to get a picture, but like there were so many people like bombarding us now. Oh yeah, because, I'm sure. You know, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and it was it was so funny. He he still gets embarrassed about that story every time I tell it. But yeah, that was that was a really cool time getting to meet AB. And then I got his autograph the year after that, but I had to really stretch for that one. I didn't get as much of a meeting him that time. <laughs> That's awesome, man. But, like, I love to hear yeah stuff like that, and I you know I really hope he becomes back. A hundred percent healthy, especially in the division rounds. We need him. I mean, we got uh, we got weapons on offense. We need him. Anyway, I want to jump in a little bit before you know we kind of try to wrap up the show a little bit. I want to jump in yeah. to the the game next week. Obviously, I mean it's not really much, but like because obviously the Jets are probably going to lose to the Patriots. But we yeah. are starting Landry Jones and Stephen Ridley is going to start because Lev Bell is not going to play either. So yeah. what are you, you know, what are your what are your whole thoughts? I honestly thought they should at least throw them out there for a half one because um, I don't want like to be them. I mean, I don't think they will. I think they'll be fine. I don't want them to be too rusty come the division round and to mm-hmm. actually have a chance. Like I, I still think they can win with those guys back up. Obviously, they they played last year in the last week and actually took to overtime to beat them with Andrew Jones. So, yeah. like, I, we still have a chance of the number one seed. Obviously not likely, but I was still – I still kind of wanted to see them maybe for at least a half. But what were your, you know, whole thoughts on that situation and, like, the game next week? Well, so I just published an article, I'm sure, but you probably yeah. saw of why I think Josh Dobbs should be the start of this week. But I guess they did. I didn't see that they had officially announced that Landry was going to start tomorrow. Um, but, you know, my, my thoughts on her are that this is – I think – this is probably our perfect like situation to start Josh Dobbs. Reason being, you know, even if you think Landry Jones is a better quarterback, which is fine, he does know our system better, obviously, because he's been around us a lot longer. So 
we can have him ready for the playoffs as well. Well, if we start Dobbs now, this gives us a perfect chance to test out what he can do. And, you know, look at the rookie class this year. This is one of the most immediately impactful classes that we have seen in NFL history. I mean, since the 1984 draft class when it was John Elway and Dan Marino, you know, this is, this is such an amazing class. And why not at least give Dobbs a chance to start against one of the lowest ranked defenses in the NFL in the Cleveland Browns. And we already have the first round by solidified as it is. So why not give Dobbs a chance? You know, like we know that he, he can, what he can do, but we see there's definitely still more to see from him, you know, cause we saw him play in the uh, fourth, the, the final preseason game where he ended up having that really awesome uh, game winning drive. That was so cool to watch him do just cause I was a big fan of Dobbs and he was drafted. Mm-hmm. And so, I just want to see him get another shot at it and hear it. So I guess since Landry is officially starting, that's that, I don't know. That just seems like a bummer to me just because I don't really know what we're gaining from starting Landry just other than the fact that, Oh, we have a better shot at winning the game. But like, I feel like the definitely the smarter move for us right now is just to start Dobbs to give us a better test to see what he can do, how far he's come through practices this season. Um, you know, just see how he's progressed as a player throughout the year. Cause the last time we saw him, was preseason week four. It's been 17 weeks since, or this will be the 17th week since then. So, I don't know. But I would have really liked to see Dobbs play, but I guess that's not happening now. Yeah, I mean, I like your I like your uh, take on, like, I would love to see Dobbs out there. I think, like, they, they want still a better chance to win. I still think that Dobbs can do it. Browns are 0-15. It would really suck to watch the Browns win their first game. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, beat the Steelers in their but, first game with the, in the yeah yeah I got you yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I think so like they they, they want to obviously like get their best chance even though I agree with you I think Dobbs can still beat them they're zero fifteen like that's all you got to say like they're zero fifteen doesn't matter what's what they're zero fifteen like I said yeah. but I, I think they also want to prepare I know they've seen Landry before but Ben has went down before in the past and I like if he goes. Like, hopefully not. I mean, I'm praying that he doesn't. But if he goes down in the playoffs, you know, Landry's going to be the next guy up. I mean, like, everybody knows yeah. that. And I don't want to see Landry play because, I, I mean, we've seen Landry play. He's not – he's not yeah. – I don't even yeah. – he's not – he's not he's the, the Bengals best quarterback. Card game. Yeah, he's not the best of quarterbacks. Ryan Chazier had to save that one. But uh, yeah. um, I miss Chazier. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man, but so I think that's probably – yeah, I think that's one of the key reasons, probably why, just in case of that injury injury situation. But I mean, I don't know. I, I still think they're going to pull out this win. It, it'd be good to see one. I can the game's tomorrow. I didn't even realize that. But yeah, the game's yeah, tomorrow. But it would be nice to, I mean, get Josh Dobbs some reps. I mean, it's, I hope he hopefully even suit like they're not going to suit up Ben. I would think so. Their jobs will actually suit up first time this season. So I don't know. Maybe you'll see some reps. That'd yeah. be nice. It'd be really nice, man. Maybe that maybe that's what their plan is. Maybe they're gonna start Landry and then then kind of sub him out for Dobbs or something. I don't know because chances are Dobbs will, be, Dobbs will be active tomorrow with Ben being inactive probably. But like I just yeah, I would, oh man, I just I would just love to, like we just have so much more to gain from Dobbs like at least playing, getting reps than we do Landry playing the whole game. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna benefit so much more with Dobbs at least getting some time in there other than Landry getting the whole time. Because we already, like, 
You know, Landry's gotten a lot, not, not a lot of reps, but he's got definitely gotten more reps than Dobbs has over the years, obviously. And we've seen Landry play in regular season games and playoff games. Like, we know how he plays in those games. We don't know how Dobbs plays in these situations yet. And this is the perfect chance for us to try that. And I guess I guess we're not trying that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think you're right. You had a good point on that. And lastly, wanted to jump just quickly a little bit into the playoffs, looking ahead a little bit, because we can do that. We're fans, and we and we write for sites, and we're fans. So we're allowed to do that. Coaches aren't allowed to do that. So <laughs> we're Absolutely. allowed to do that. But looking ahead, so wild card weekend is next weekend. So we, there's still a ton of – like the wild card is still mixed up because you still got the – Baltimore is most likely going to make it. And uh, then you got yeah. like the Titans and the Chargers and the Bills, based on all the games, looking at them, I think the Chargers are going to actually make it. I don't think the Bills are going to make it. But I think the Chargers are actually going to make the sixth seed. But I'll, we'll see what happens. So there's a lot of mix-ups there. I think that we're probably going to face Jacksonville just based on the matchups that we're going to see. Unless, like, Baltimore falls to, like, a sixth seed if they lose or something. And Baltimore, I could see Baltimore honestly beating them because just because I feel like Baltimore gets up for those games in the playoffs. They've been starting to play a little bit better, too. So, I mean, that yeah. could happen. One, And you know what would actually be nice about that? I would not mind if Baltimore went – if they won in the first round and they went into New England. I don't think Baltimore would win, but they, they have beaten New England twice in Foxborough in the playoffs, I believe. I, don't, I believe they beat them twice in the playoffs on the road. Uh-huh. And they give New England problems. Maybe they don't win, but I think they can rough Brady up a little bit, and that would that would probably benefit us a little bit going into the yeah. championship if we make it that far. But, I mean, I don't know. I think, honestly, like you said about that Patriots game earlier, I think this is, like, the perfect chance to, like, set everything up because thinking about it now, it would have been so nice to win that game, get the number one seed, play at home. But, like, it's so, like, hard, especially in the NFL nowadays, maybe there's conspiracies or anything, to beat an NFL team twice, especially the Patriots, beating them twice in one year. So maybe yeah. you know just, just destiny and just set up for us to lose by like we everybody thought we should have won Steelers play like everybody like oh my god the Steelers should have won and it's just giving the Steelers you know just so much more to win that game more, like because if they would have won before it would have been even tougher because New England's like oh we lost like at the end that we need to win that like it's just like I feel like that, that I don't know that just helped the Steelers more by losing that like I, I never want to lose a game but by losing that way. I feel like that, you know, makes them like a stronger team heading into New England if we get that far. I completely agree. Yeah, like my dad was telling me, you know, after after that game, my dad and I always have these discussions about the Steelers. It's pretty much mm-hmm. the main thing we talk about. And uh, he was saying, you know, what are the odds of us beating the Patriots twice in a season? You know, like as yeah. good as we are, what are the odds of us beating them twice in a season? We are historically not good against the Patriots. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure we've lost – every game to them since, like, 2011 or something. Like, we're just not... Yeah, it's not, been a while. As, yeah, as great as we can be, like, no matter what season, we just don't play well against them. You know, Belichick's a great a great coach. Brady's a great quarterback, and they always figure out a way to beat us. So I completely agree, you know, like, us losing that game gives us so much more momentum going in and playing the Patriots, you know? So I'll, I'll take that loss in the regular season. If we get that W in the AFC championship, hands down, yeah, and you know? Like, yeah. And just the way we lost that game, like I like just the way, like it wasn't just like they got like blown hours, like the way they lost that game would think you give, they would give them so much more of like an edge to just want to just like go out there and like, just like smack them almost. But like, it's going to be tough to be on the road most likely, but mm-hmm. I mean, they beat us at home. So why can't we do the same? 
Absolutely. You know, Foxborough is a tough place to play. Um, my parents have been to Foxborough, I think, once or twice. I will probably be out at the uh, AFC Championship game as long as the Steelers and Patriots are playing there. So it's a tough place oh, to really? play. It's loud and scary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have some connections to uh, Patrick Chung, so we could probably get some, some tickets to the game oh, and really? maybe even some on-field passes. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's going to be tough because I think we'll have to be behind the Pat sideline, so it'll be hard to kind of muffle, mm-hmm. our, muffle our yells after we score touchdowns on them. But, uh, you know, it's a tough place to play. Yeah, that's awesome. But it'll be, it'll be a battle for sure, you know, and I think, I think we can win there. I, no doubt I think we can win there. Yeah, that, 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 yeah I mean, that, that's, that'd be really – I mean, that'd be a cool experience. Did you go last year? I did not. Uh, the last, last year I went to the wild card game against the Chiefs. Okay. Which, I mean, okay. yeah, I mean, when we kicked off field goals and beat them. So, I mean, I, yeah. I would have like, because we were like right in the end zone. Like, we were right in the end zone. So, I would have loved to see like a, at least one touchdown, you know, that would have been pretty cool. But since mm-hmm. uh, since we just saw a lot of Boswell that game, I guess that was fine too. As long as we got to leave with the dub, you know. Yeah, I'm playing, I'm trying to go to the, divi- the division round game this year in Pittsburgh because, uh, what's it called? So, I've been to three this year. I went to. I went to Minnesota, which was the home opener. That was for my birthday. My parents actually came up and visited me for my birthday. So we went to that game. It was the day before. It was actually the day before my birthday, the game. And so I went to that game. They won that one. I'm actually 3-0 this year right now. So, you know, hopefully good. Oh, okay. And then I went to the Thursday night game. Yeah, we need I went to the Thursday night game against Tennessee. I went there. That was the day before I came home. Before, Yeah, before, like, Thanksgiving break. That was the day before. And then. I went to uh, the Baltimore game. Uh, I had one with a couple of friends. Actually, uh, Chris Hubbard, he had the, the Steelers lineman who played for a while, he actually uh, hooked me up with the tickets, actually. So I might no be going way. to the Chris, division too. No way. How did you get Chris Hubbard to get you tickets? So we, we actually are – I had – we actually – we had, well, Chris Hubbard, like I, I've talked to him back and forth. We had him on the show before. And, like, I was, yeah. uh, I was leaving Pittsburgh because it was, it was my uh, – Last weekend in Pittsburgh, I was leaving a couple of days, and then I was coming home for the holidays, obviously. Um, yeah. And I just, you know, I just, I just threw it out there. I just like asked him, and he was really nice about cool about it. So like we sat, we like sat where they like it's, it, it, it they were pretty solid seats. Like they were like in like the first section, but we, you know, sat with like the families and stuff, and they were really cool. And I don't, it, it was really fun. I went with a couple of my friends too. No but way. I'm planning on trying to get to the division round, so I hope I can get to that game, but. I don't know. I, I don't want to so jinx cool. anything. <laughs> yeah, so it looks like I'm, I'm looking at the playoff picture right now. We either are probably going to play the Ra- – I think it's the Ravens or the Chiefs who we'll be playing. And honestly, I would so much rather be playing the Chiefs in that divisional round if if, if the playoff picture stays the same as it has right now. I think mm-hmm. uh, we'll be playing the Ravens. They play Jacksonville, though, because they- – because well, don't they don't they like the bracket looks different, but don't they play like the highest seed because they're like not the highest or because they're not the highest because it doesn't two would go against three and then one goes against like the lower one or the higher one four. Yeah, well, so yeah, so it has so it has one playing the winner of three and six, and two playing the winner of four and five. So we so like. Right now, the four and five seed. Now, this is before tomorrow, obviously, before the final games of the season. So we won't know until then. But uh, the Chiefs are the four seed, and the Ravens are the five seed. So we'll play the winner of that game, and then the Patriots will play the winner of the three and six seed, which is the Jaguars, the Titans. Just give us the Chiefs. Chiefs, they they can't beat us. Yeah, honestly, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, like the Ravens, I would so I'd be so much more worried if we played that, the Ravens because like that, the that, thing that, is, that, Ravens, yeah, Ravens, yeah. 
Always Ravens tough. could easily get a fluke win, like kill our momentum to the Super Bowl, and just like completely ruin this amazing season we've built up. Like, just give us the Chiefs, all right? Like, come on, just give us the Chiefs. Let it, the only thing that I want to be worried about is playing the Patriots in the AFC Championship. I don't want to be worried about these little these little teams that are playing like the Chiefs or the you know the Titans or some some team like that. I don't want to be worried about that. <laughs> I want to be worried about the AFC Championship against the Patriots because that's going to be our biggest challenge. That's going to be the biggest challenge, and I just really hope they can get seven this year. It's almost like every year, like, this is our year, this is our year. But, like, this year, like, I don't know. I just I got a feeling this year that this, this year feels different to me than prior years. But yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think I think this is definitely a good year for Pittsburgh to do, especially because they, they really proved – I mean, in the past, New England, you know, they, they beat them down a little bit. But they really showed that they were they were a better team than New England in the game. You can't really fight that. They they and they lost so but they they were the better team just by watching that anybody's eyesight. So anyway, hopefully we get the W tomorrow. And again, uh, Donnie, thank you for joining me on the show today. And before I let you go, if you want to like you know shout out like any like your social media or anything, you can you know you can let people know right now. Well, yeah, for sure. Uh, my main social media, really the only one I use, is at Tyler underscore Fitton. Uh, so go check that out. I love reporting on games. I try to try to tone it down a little bit because some of my other followers get upset about it. But you know what? I don't even care. I'm mostly a Steelers Twitter. So, yeah, go follow me at Tyler underscore Fitton. Thank you. Again, thank you, Donnie, for joining me on the show. Have a good one, man. You as well. Thank you so much for having me on, man. No problem. So that was Tyler Fitton, referred to as Donnie, uh, one of our top contributors on SteelerNation.com. Talked for a while with him just because you know it, it, it was it's really, he was you know I really he's really cool about what he does he's, he's good at what he does and I like you know getting more into conversations like that because obviously we got the Steelers talk but I love getting into conversations for just about you know personal things with players or games and it's just really nice to talk especially with with a guy it's, it's that that good on our site doing that with us so I mean I'd like to have him on future shows we'll definitely get them on. And this is going to be big during the playoffs. So, again, everybody, thank you again for tuning into the Steeler Nation podcast. Tyler Candelaria, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Steeler Nation, on Instagram at Steeler Nation comments. Search us on Facebook at search SteelerNation.com on Facebook. And, again, I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria. Have a good one, everybody. Can I change? In the head, deep off in the main. Eminem, we like candy cane. Drop the top, pop it, let it bang. For this life, I cannot change. In the head, deep off in the main. Eminem, we like candy cane. Drop the top, pop it, let it bang.